as kids, some of us took martial arts. Once some of us joined the military, we learned martial arts as well. And to me, martial arts has always been, as it says in the title, an art. I remember as a kid, I wanted to take Taekwondo because I was being bullied. And I told my father I wanted to take it because I wanted to learn how to fight, and he wouldn't let me take it. And he's the one that explained to me it's an art. You don't take it to learn how to fight. And on this episode of Harford Business Beat, I had the opportunity to sit down with a young man who runs a local martial arts studio, actually was voted as Harford County Living's favorite local martial arts studio. And great conversation. I had somebody else from his dojo on my regular podcast a while ago, and they just opened up their second location, and I'm so proud of them. So sit back and listen to the story about how Empire Dojo came about. Now, let's hit that intro and get this thing started. Welcome to Hartford Business Beat, featuring members of the Hartford County Chamber of Commerce, sponsored by Hartford County Living bringing you all the good, positive news, businesses, events, organizations, people, and just everything great here in Harford County. Go to HartfordCountyLiving.com and find out more. I'm your host, Rich Bennett. Let's go meet some members of the chamber. So I'm sitting here today. I have Luis Martinez, who owns Empire Dojo, which just opened a new location, and you're new to the chamber as well, right? That is correct. Now, is this your first chamber you ever joined? First chamber I ever joined, yeah. Really? Yep. What took you so long? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, because your Empire, and both, both places are now called Empire Dojo, right? Correct. Okay. Yep. So how long have you had them? I know the, the other one's new, but. So the first location I've had since 2016. Um, and is then, that all? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. Seems longer than that. Yeah, it, it does seem longer than that. Um, and we've just we I think we've made such a name for ourselves in Hartford County that people think that we've been around. Longer. I was gonna say that might be why then. Um, so and then obviously we just opened the second one in Forest Hill. Uh, uh, we did a soft opening in twenty twenty one. You know, it was right. like around November December ish. During COVID. No. Oh, sorry. No, in twenty twenty one. Yeah, that was during COVID. Wasn't it? Was it? I don't know, man. COVID's got my years <laughs> messed up so bad. No, 2020 was COVID. It was the height of COVID. Was it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's so, right. We're 2022. So, now. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, all so, right. So, and then we man. had, you know, we had the grand opening with, right. with the chamber there, um, you know, in January. So. Wow. Yeah. So how many students do you have total? Do you know? Uh, we have about... Between both locations, I think almost 200 students. Really? Yeah. That's actually not a lot, to be honest. Like, it's not? I don't, I don't think it is. I, I know school owners that have like over 1,000 and things like that. Yeah. So, um, wow. Yeah, to me, like that's, that's not enough yet. Because my mentality is like the more people that we bring into our studios, the more people we help and, right. you know, uh, mold into, you know, good citizens and, and things like that. So, I want to bring in as many people as possible so I can help them and achieve their goals. 
So explain to everybody what you do because it's it's not and if I'm incorrect, let me know. It's not karate, right? It's not kung fu. Correct. What is? It's not jujitsu. It's Japanese jujitsu. Japanese jujitsu. Okay. um, We teach nimpo and Japanese jujitsu, which is um, uh, the uh, arts of the ninja and samurai. Mm -hmm. So a lot of modern day arts originated from Japanese jujitsu. So uh, judo came from Japanese jujitsu. The guy who invented judo, uh, Kano, was a Japanese jujitsu master. And he developed his own system, and huh. um, that's you know judo was originally uh, what Brazilian jiu-jitsu is today. Okay. Um, because judo also had uh, the ground game before, and then they kind of did away with that. Um, they started started becoming more of a competition uh, based martial art, and then um, and then you had uh, you know uh, the Brazilians uh, develop the Brazilian jiu-jitsu and m- right. Not develop it, but more, uh, more or less, uh, refined it, refined it into what it is today, okay. um, and things like that. So, uh, and then uh, Aikido also uh, came from Japanese jujitsu as well. So a lot, of, a lot of hmm. uh, today's martial arts. Oh, and uh, one of the arts that we do teach uh, in our schools is Krav Maga, and it's funny because like when I look at Krav Maga curriculums, it's like this is just basically Japanese jujitsu. So. I'm thinking, really? Yeah, I'm thinking a lot of it came from that as well. So, uh, yeah. So it, we 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 found Sydney Sydney who you know. Right. We we found a curriculum uh, recently online and uh, it's a pretty good one. And we were like, this is all Japanese jujitsu moves, you know. So <laughs> one of the things I like though, you go a step further. I don't know if you teach this at the dojo, but and I think Sydney had mentioned it. The writing. Oh, the uh, the the shodo, so Japanese yes. calligraphy. Yeah. Uh, do you actually teach that at the dojo? So um, we don't. Well, we'll have like special workshops and stuff. Okay. Um, Sydney has gotten better at it than I have. Um, that, that's an art, man. Yeah, she is, she's really good at it because, uh, and she's a she's good at drawing. Um, that, so that helps. So that helps, right? So I'm not good at drawing. But if it was cars, you'd be good at it. Exactly. We'll talk about that <laughs> later. So, <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So, um, she uh, she's very good at it, and she, you know, is very graceful with it because you need to be graceful. You, mm-hmm. The way you hold the brush is not how you would hold a pen. Right. You kind of have to hold it like, kind of like up top, like very vertical, right? Wow. And then like kind of relax your wrist and kind of you know do the the strokes and things like that and you guys do that as a workshop we do we do workshops and stuff where we'll have yeah we'll have people come in and learn that do it i was gonna say do a lot of the kids do that yes the kids love it uh, because it because it's, it's like an artistic thing you know so yeah the kids well, love and it. i would think something like that i mean granted what you're doing already they're learning discipline mm-hmm. but i would think doing that especially when you're holding the no, nobody can see how I'm doing it. Right. But when you're holding the brush like that, I think you're – it's almost like balance. Correct. So yeah. there's a lot they're learning that I guess also goes with what you, your regular teachings are. Uh, we first got introduced to that, uh, Sydney and I, in Japan back in 20 – I think it was 2019 or 2018. Mm-hmm. It was the last time we were in Japan. Before and COVID. <laughs> before COVID, right. Right. Uh, 
we were actually planning to go back to Japan the year COVID happened. Oh, jeez. But, but, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, but anyway, um, we were walking by uh, this massive building, and it looked like an old-style Japanese church or whatever. And uh, we saw that they had uh, Shoto classes. So we, w- we walked in, and we were nobody was there kind of and we were we saw a lady there and we like waved to her we were like hey like you know and she right. didn't speak a lick of english right so um i i speak a little bit of japanese um like i know how to like order water or order, right order a beer um say hi yeah, thank where's, you where's the bathroom <laughs> things like that hi thank you you know um but i can't i can't have full conversations with yeah. people and uh so we were trying to use Google Translate and trying to say, "Hey, we want to take a, a Shoto <laughs> class," and uh, she uh, she was very nice. She like sat us down, got the paper, and like was showing us how to do it. And it wow. was one of the hardest things I've ever done, to be honest. And she was so patient with us. I I really hope I get to go back and you will and see her and 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 show her like, "Hey, we." We, we kind of got it now, thanks to you. Wait a minute. So you're going to show her or you're going to have Sydney show her? We'll have Sydney show okay. her. Okay. <laughs> so was that mainland Japan or, no, or Okinawa? Uh, I was – We that was actually in Kyoto. Okay. That's, yeah. yeah, that's mainland, Yeah, it's it? mainland. Yeah. Yep. yep. I've never been, been to Okinawa, but not mainland. Yeah, I've it, never been to Okinawa. Oh, yeah. it, well, I'm sure both of them are very beautiful. Yeah. I, and the – Oh God, the architecture over there and just everything in general is just amazing. The discipline over there. Oh my God. Second to none. I've never seen such discipline. For example, they have the most intricate subway system in the world. Mm -hmm. And you are not allowed. Well, it's not, I wouldn't say not allowed, but it's culture that you don't talk on the subway. Really? So it's completely quiet. It's clean, right? I never did the subway. Um, <laughs> Taxis, and, yes. You know, it's like the first time I was on the Japanese subway, like, you know, me and somebody else were having a conversation. We actually got shushed by an old lady. Really? Yeah. So everybody's there, you know, because everybody that's traveling on the subway is usually going to work or leaving work and they just want to, like, relax. Relax. Right? So they're on their phones and stuff, but they have their phones on silent. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody's talking on the phone. Yep. Nobody, wow, you know they're just maybe they might be texting or, or watching a video or something, but yeah. If it was that way over here, people would be going ballistic. And people were wearing masks over there for years. Oh before, yeah, before you know the COVID thing happened. You know that's just common etiquette. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, common decency over there is if you're if you if you're sick and you have a cold, wear a mask. You, you wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. So. It, it's amazing. I mean the. The different cultures throughout the world. Well, China, the same way. Yeah. You know, and yeah. oh, oh, God. So, with you guys, with Empire Dojo, for classes, it's all ages, right? All ages. For, uh, I would say. Well, not all ages. We, I mean, we start at four. <laughs> right. We do, we do take some three-year-olds that, that can focus. Okay. Um, but, yeah, four and up. Very important, though. What's the website? EmpireDojo.com. That's very easy. <laughs> so if somebody wants to take a class, do you guys actually sit down with them first? Because I know like, when I was younger, I took Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. And at first my father wouldn't let me take it because I wanted to learn how to fight. He said, no, you don't take it to learn how to fight. I was getting bullied. That's right. what I wanted. Uh, and then I found out you know, over time when he finally let me take it, it, it was an art. 
and it you learn discipline, which I think helped me out in the Marine Corps a lot too, um, and respect. So when somebody wants to join, do you guys sit down and talk with them first? Because granted, it's not for everybody. Right. So we'll, we kind of, you know, we'll ask them, you know, you know, is this for you or your child? Right. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of assess, you know, well, let's just say it's for you. Right. And we, we'll ask, well, what are your goals? Why do you want to train in martial arts? And for adults, we usually get, um, well, I want to learn self-defense because X, Y, Z happened to me. Right. Um, or, uh, you know, I, I want to lose weight. I want to stay fit. Um, I don't like going to the gym, so I'd rather do this. You know, that's actually one of the reasons why I still train in martial arts because I hate going to the gym. But um, I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then uh, you know, build confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes you know, adults even have trouble. You know, with with confidence. Right. You know what I mean, um, and you know, those are like the main main points that they come in for. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, if they do say those things, then they're in, they're in the right place, right? If they say like, "Oh, I want to learn how to fight," because I, we we've actually had people that say like, "Oh, I want to learn how to fight because you know I was in prison and you know, oh yeah." And wow. <laughs> we we kind of say, "Well, you know, uh, this might not be the place for you," and we kind of like redirect the conversation and kind of like you know disappear from the conversation i was gonna say because don't you guys also use weapons exactly yeah i don't think i would so we're very careful who we allow in school and who we train uh i am happy to say and i'll knock on wood um we don't really have any bad eggs at my at any of my studios all of my all of my students are amazing um you know 99.9 percent of my parents are amazing um, that are in there. So um, usually if we get a bad egg, they kind of weed themselves out because they don't fit in our culture. One of the things I noticed on your Facebook page, how old is the youngest sensei now? Um, the youngest sensei um, would be Xavier. He is 11 or 12. I was, I was like – no way yeah he's he's a he's he's an amazing kid um he's 11 going on 21 um he is one of the most mature kids that i've ever met in my entire life but it's honestly it's due to his parents his parents um are old school Mm -hmm. no nonsense type of parents you know the type of parents that you know if uh their kid falls and you know, kids starts crying. They're like, "Get up, laugh know? at it." Yep, that's life. Get up, yeah. you know. So not, you know, they don't, they don't really like coddle him or right. or anything like that. So he's tough. You know, he's a tough kid. Um, he does chores. Uh, he, you know, uh, he has like a, a side business um, with uh, uh, with chickens and and eggs. So if you ever need eggs, wait a minute. Yeah, he's got his own side business at eleven. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he, he like, you know, grows chickens at his house. You know, his dad helps him, right. you know, stuff and grows chickens at his house. And I buy, I buy my eggs from him, you know, so, um, yeah. So I need to come to the Empire Dojo to buy eggs to, now. To get some eggs, <laughs> some fresh, fresh farm eggs, right? So, uh, so yeah. So that's the type of kid he is. He, he mows the lawn. He, his dad has a, 
you know, I'm not into. He's an old school kid, is what it sounds like. He's an old school kid at eleven. Yeah, basically, you know how how you grew up or how I grew up. Right. Yeah. So um, now, how long's he been there? He's been with me since four years old, at least I think. Wow. And when and how old was he when he became a sensei? Uh, he became well. He's a junior sensei, so okay. there's a difference in my school of junior senseis and adult senseis. The adult uh, adult curriculum is a lot harder, right? But he is in my adult curriculum. He's one. What? Yes, he's in my adult curriculum. Yeah. Wow. And he's one one rank away from achieving black belt in the adult curriculum. Get out of here! Swear to God. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and. We, you know, and we treat him like an adult. You know, we spar with him, and you know, how big is he? He he's he's shorter. He's you know he looks like an eleven twelve year old. He's shorter. Wait, a minute, is he shorter than Sydney? Yeah, he's definitely shorter than Sydney. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he's, he's definitely shorter than Sydney. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, that that's amazing. Yeah, man. he's uh, so he's one rank away from a, adult black belt, and then, um. He became a junior black belt, I think, two years ago. Yeah, two about two years ago. That's got to make you feel really proud, and especially his parents. Yeah, um, I'm very proud of them. Um, I'm very close with their family. Right. Um, and and him and and his sister. His sister also trains. Uh, she's actually going for her. She's 16, going for her adult black belt uh, in a couple weeks. Um, wow. So he's she's a little he- ahead of him, um, but yeah, I'm, they're great kids. Uh, come from a great family. Um, and that's one of the benefits of doing this is just seeing these kids grow up. Yeah. You know, because they, they came to me when they were like little, little, you know what I mean? And wow. Yeah. So how many adult senseis do you actually have, um, between the two locations? So, so in the jujitsu, we have myself, Sydney, Errol, Adam, um, and then we have two on the way coming up in a couple weeks. Okay. Um, so that's six. And then um, we have a bunch of Krav Maga instructors. Uh, so we have Sydney, myself, Chris, Johnny, John, Scott, Eric. Oh, wow. And Jen. So we have about eight. Wow. Eight, okay. Uh, eight Krav Maga instructors between both locations. Um, and then we have, you know, for the kids, we have, we probably, we have Xavier, Makai, Athena, uh, Xavier, um, Sierra. We have about seven, including me and Sensei. Sydney. Wow. Yeah. So the junior Senseis, did they actually train the younger kids? Yeah, they actually train the younger kids. Yep. That's got, I mean, so they're learning leadership too. Yep. That's one of the benefits. Uh, we have, we do have a leadership program and mm-hmm. all, of, all of my instructors are in it. Um, so they're, they're being taught, uh, you know, public speaking skills. They're being taught, you know, leadership skills, obviously discipline. Right. Um, they're even being taught the business side of things, you know, because some of them want to open their own dojos. Um, so I'm teaching them little things here and there about the business, you know, Hey, this is how you do this. You know, a lot of the back end stuff that people don't see. Um, so they're getting, they're getting wow. job experience as well. Yeah. So you're, you're going, uh, I want to above and beyond 
what other places are teaching. I mean, it seems like. I mean, I I guess um, you know I, I I would like to say we're definitely different. Yeah. Um, where, especially like what we teach is different because a lot of the schools in Hartford County are competition based martial arts, where we focus more on uh, self defense. Okay. Uh, for kids and adults, we don't we don't compete or anything like that. We do. Uh, we are going to be throwing an in school tournament, but that's just so for ourselves so we can. Uh, assess skill and things like that and see right. where every student's at and where they need improvement. But in reality, we, we don't compete because a lot of what we do is we, we put them in situations and scenarios like, Hey, this could be, this can be life or death. And this is, you know, this is the way you get out of it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, we're different in that sense. Um, and uh, yeah, the different programs we have, um, I guess you could say, yeah, we're different in that as well, where we're, it's not a, just about the kicking and punching and getting them to have a good workout. Mm-hmm. It's, it's teaching them about life. Yeah. You know, um, and that's what martial arts did for me. I've been doing it since I was six. So, you know, that's it taught me how to work hard and not give up. Wow. Yeah. So the good thing is if you guys now you have the new location, you're basically anybody in Harford County, it's easy for them to get to you because you got Abingdon right. and Forest Hill. Correct. And which they can find both locations on the website, of course, which is EmpireDojo.com. So as far as the chamber goes, because you guys are new, right? and it, you said it is your first chamber, so you really don't have a lot of experience yet. So since I'm co-chair of the membership committee, fire away, hit me with questions. If I can't answer them, then Angel's no, no longer going to allow me to do these podcasts. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you these questions anyway, after the podcast. So, Oh no, that's all right. Ask them now. Yeah, then. Yeah. So, um, so being newer, how, mm-hmm. how can we, I, I guess this is like a two part question. How could we be more involved with the chamber? Um, you know, because there's, there's only so many hours in the day, right? Right. So how do you find that balance? Because I, I like I look at you and you're always like everywhere, right? Um, <laughs> I try to be. <laughs> so how do how can I get involved more with the chamber being new and uh, how how can I serve my community more doing what we do? Well, first of all, I think you're already serving the community a lot. I mean, the way you're helping the kids and everything, that's you're, you're, that's tremendous what you're doing. As far as the chamber goes, and this is something, there's a myth. A lot of people think that chambers are just for networking, and it's not. I'll be honest with you. I, and I, at times I feel guilty because I can't make a lot of events. Working during the day, um, on, I forget how many boards that I sit on at night. So, you know, I got the Lions Club, Leo's, district wise, community advisory board, rec council, and whatever else so i the first thing i did right away was join a committee mm-hmm. so you know once i joined and then they were asking for people to join committees i'm looking at them all it's like membership okay i can do that because lions club that's what we do right and i did that now granted once i joined when i joined then COVID hit so everything's been virtual mm-hmm. um in a way, that's a blessing because going up to Bel Air that, you know, like eight o'clock in the morning for me be kind of hard and then try to get back here in time to record a podcast. It, it's it's just nuts. Right. Um, 
but there's so many different committees, and you don't have to join them. Tell, I mean, well, I know Earl's busy too because of the car sales, but right. like he'd be perfect for uh, was it the, the military affairs committee? Oh yeah, you know, um, there and even with Sydney, have you know, like have her look at was it the Harvard Young Professor? Well, that's not really a committee, but just look at the different committees you you go to what you can. Okay. If you can't attend everything, that's fine. One thing I, I, you should do is, did Heather show you the um, how to log into the portal so you could put deals in there and everything, like member-to-member deals? I think she did, yeah. <laughs> Take advantage of it. Okay. Seriously. I mean, that's one of the – I do that with Harford County Living, and I offer 20% discounts at just chamber members. Okay. And it's actually, you know – brought things to me or or brought more sponsors to me um the other thing you could do is and this is totally up to you but if you want to get um more involved into the community uh, i don't know if you do this now do you ever do like i don't know if it'd be like an open house or whatever if somebody's interested and wants to join but they want to see yeah, they want to like a tryout or whatever first. Do you do anything like that? Yeah, we do. Uh, Offer that to chamber members. Right. Yeah, we do that. So anybody that wants to just watch, we, mm-hmm. they can do that. Um, we're actually, um, I'm partnering up with uh, uh, Kim Parsons from Amer- oh, yeah. um, American uh, Premier. She just Realty. won real, yeah. Just, yeah. Well, you, you won right. Harvard, uh, right. what, favorite local martial arts studio. She won favorite local realtor. So her husband, Sean, and uh, her two kids also treated my school. So, really yeah so small world small world yeah and she, she's an amazing woman and uh they're amazing you know they're an amazing family mm-hmm. but, um but uh partnering up with her we were talking about having like uh one large event at my forest hill studio every quarter and kind of you know doing stuff for the community to, like we we, th- we discussed possibly a blood drive you know uh, that's things, a good idea things like that you know what i mean and kind of get vendors there people there you know and just uh you know, just uh, bring the community together yeah. and have a good time. Another thing you could do, you're in Forest Hill. So you have Falston and Bel Air Lions clubs there. Connect with them. Be, and Like if you're going to do the blood drive, see if they can come out and do like vision screening. Yeah, that's uh, great. You know, for, and, and even hearing screening because that's free. Right. Um, and, and that's – you want to get involved with the community – and you, their Leo club is huge. Leos are young lions from the ages of 12 to 18. Okay. I think they have like 168 kids. Wow. Yeah. So wow. that could be huge. future students. Yeah, exactly. You never know. <laughs> exactly. Where do you see the chamber in about five years? In five years? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, well, now that we're able to do stuff in person again, I think it's – and the other thing that's amazing, even during COVID, we were getting members. Um, I'm hoping in five years, I'm hoping to see Harford County Chamber of Commerce as pro- as the best chamber in Maryland. It, although, personally, I think it already is. Um, I would like to see membership in five years. It'd be nice if it could be doubled. Right. You know, I don't know if that's possible or not. It's that's the one thing because of local businesses, it, it's and I'm sure you've seen it before. It, 
you have a lot of people that think they want to own it or they, they want to own a business, but they don't know how to run a business and that right. business doesn't succeed. Right. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's like a seesaw. You see it up and going, but I just, I just would like to see definitely more members. And I would like to see that myth gone about where people think chambers just for networking. And it's not, I mean, the advocacy and everything else, the education that they do is amazing. And a lot of people don't know about that. I, there's a lot going on with, uh, you know, the Harper County Chamber and like, you know, the membership fee alone, like mm-hmm. I think it's cheap. Oh, it is. You can't uh, beat it. Yeah. And for what all you get, like, even though like I haven't uh, started going to a lot of things yet, mm-hmm. um, we're actually the studio is actually going into slow season now. So I'll be able to attend more things. Right. We're actually in our busy season right now. But um Wait a minute, when's slow season? Slow season comes in like May or June. Really? Yeah, because of vacations and kids out of school and things like that. That's why. Okay. Yeah. That Um, makes sense. So people are not really thinking about, you know, extracurricular activities because they're planning a trip to Hawaii or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, So, um, but of all of the connections I've made uh, so far, like Mm -hmm. it's totally worth it worth the price oh yeah it was, it, was an, it was like a drop in the bucket see and that's the other thing too it's i've made so many connections through the chamber right and uh like my sponsor I, and i said this earlier today my sponsors i consider family the chamber i look at it as family and it is it's like family right. everybody's just so and everybody's so nice it, yes <laughs> yes you know, and I, haven't, I haven't met one rude person from the chamber yet <laughs> I, in all honesty i wasn't even considering joining the harford county chamber of commerce because i mean i've been through several several different chambers throughout my careers right and joe ayler had mentioned something to me from tar hill construction and then his, next his Social media is amazing. Oh, by the yeah, way, he's good. Yeah, I, he I is like. Good. I follow his page. Like, I don't know who he is, but I follow no? his page. I need. I need to meet him. All right, I'll yeah. set it up. Okay, <laughs> but his social media is amazing. Whoever's doing it, he is. He's doing it. Yes. Oh my god, it's amazing. Yeah, from what I know, he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He um, because he co-hosts my my regular podcast with me a lot. Oh, okay. So I'll well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but no, he he's awesome and. So I had Angela come on and do a podcast with me and before I joined the chamber. And then it was after that that, that I joined, wow. which was right before COVID. And definitely, without a doubt, the best chamber that I've ever been with, been a member of. I've been a member of some of the local ones here. Uh, when I was working down in uh, Baltimore City, I serviced Anne Arundel County, PG County. So I've been through different chambers. But, yeah, this one, without a doubt, the best. Friendly, like right. you said. I mean, it, it's it, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yep. Um, I got another question for you. Um, who are the movers and shakers of the chamber that I need to meet? Who are the movers and the shakers of the chamber? Yeah. Who are, who are the top people that get things done wow uh god i I might get in trouble for answering this one uh i I mean there's there's a a lot a lot of people because and it's where you like with my podcast i have a list of names of people i would love to get on 
as guests. Mm -hmm. With the chamber, there are some, uh, I got a list of people that I would love to meet that I've never met yet. Um, but, oh my God. Man, Lewis, you're going to get me in trouble here. <laughs> Movers and shakers. Well, definitely Joe, without a doubt. Okay. Um, Lee. Lee Tays, have you met him yet? I have not. Okay. Definitely him. Mike Maxwell is another one. Um, oh, God. I'm going to get in trouble. Um, it's it's hard to say individuals, but as God. All right. Let me let me do it business-wise. Um, Kelly Group, without a doubt. Okay. Definitely. Actually, Chad. Chad Arrington's on a lot of things. Um Angela, in all honesty, and, and the connections, anybody from Freedom, Freedom Federal Credit Union, or even APG, um, man, God, I, uh, okay, man, I got, I'm gonna have a lot. I'm gonna have a lot of chamber members <laughs> call me now. It's like, really, Rich? You didn't mention my name? It's because a question like that now, I'm drawing a blank. Right. And I was like, oh, I, I, one person you have to meet that is awesome and that's doug hamilton okay from vector security doug is just it, it you could have the worst day going <laughs> and you talk to doug and right away it's the best day he's just so full of energy and him he and i just hit it off right away that's awesome uh victoria is another one yep. victoria yes and red ball consultants you know great person to meet um chris and sarah coleman the, i Okay, I'm done. I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna answer. I'm, I'm not gonna say any more names because I'm gonna get in trouble. And, oh, did I say Paul? Paul Majewski, Jeremy Nizer. Uh, okay, oh, yeah. never mind. Paul Majewski. I, I know Paul's him. great. He's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, he's he's amazing. Uh, he. Any anytime I have like a question, or hey, do you know someone that does this, or do you know this? He like has an answer. Oh yeah. Him. He's like, oh yeah, talk to this guy. Tell him I sent you. Like yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, he's he's a he's a great guy, and it's funny because you get you talk about a group of businesses that work together, and they don't like him and Jeremy. You know, he's got Bumble Junk. Jeremy's got Maryland Pickers. Right. But they're not, they don't really consider themselves competition. Right. Yeah, they were, and that's that's what I love about people in the chamber. It's not you're working with each other. Right. Uh, There's I, enough business to go around. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hartford Business Beat. If you're a member of the Chamber and you would like to come on the podcast, just contact me. Email rbennett, that's two N's, two T's, at hartfordcountyliving.com. Again, rbennett at hartfordcountyliving.com. Or you can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. And we'll go ahead and get it scheduled and get you set up so you can come on. You can tell everybody about your business whether they're in the chamber or not, they're going to find out more about you. Again, R. Bennett at HarfordCountyLiving.com. Until next time, my name is Rich Bennett with Harford County Living. Stay safe and stay busy.